0: final hour of the radio program this is it's, it's been one of the best hours best uh, two hours we've ever done here uh puck and the gas man live from the carter volkswagen studio lunch with listeners brought to you by our good friends at the other coast cafe the world's greatest sandwich shop three locations ballard queen anne and also uh, capitol hill visit uh, your friendly local Other Coast Cafe uh, today. Joining us, our first time to check in with him on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe number thirteen in your program, number one in your heart. Seahawks punter out of the University of Texas, Michael Dixon, joins a radio program. Michael, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are we are great. Let me let me just ask you first, and we'll start here. Uh, for those who, who did not know this story, it was the more one of the more comical stories that come out of the uh, Combine. Did you win the staring contest with the Seahawks?
1: Uh, it was more a contest between myself. So I, they said, see how long you can go without blinking. <laughs> and then it was just a bit of fun. Um, I got better each time, so, yeah, just a little bit of fun.
0: There you go. Who, who was it, Schneider or Carol that asked you to do it?
1: Uh it was a uh, someone that they bring in to do the uh okay. some of the interview stuff for them. Yeah.
0: Okay. Did
2: you did, did you find it did you think it was weird? Were you laughing? Was it <laughs> what, what was the atmosphere like when they're asking you to do that?
1: Um it was just like a bit of lighthearted. It wasn't anything right. too serious. It was right. just a bit yeah. of bit of fun. Um but yeah, I obviously tried to to do well. It's just in my nature.
0: Well, my, my eight year old daughter kicks my ass. We we play the staring contest, the staring game a lot. I, I cannot beat her. I, I can't go more than like it's like ten seconds and my eyes start getting dry and itchy. That she's going like fifteen minutes. And I'm like, Can you blink? You're kinda wow. you're starting to scare me that you haven't blinked in fifteen minutes. I think that you may be possessed. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I'm I'm probably similar to you. I only lasted maybe ten or so, 10, 15 seconds and then I I gave in. So
2: Michael, yeah. what what was it, so you're, you're growing up in Sydney, you, you, you played Aussie Rules football, you were in a, in a youth program run by the Sydney Swans, you obviously were pretty good at what you're doing. What was it that made you take a look at American football? We've seen this over the last several years, a lot of Australian guys have come over here and had some success at the college level, and we're starting to see it at the NFL level. Was it one of those guys, what was the moment where you said, hey, I want to I try this, I think I might be good at this?
1: So it was in the back of my mind for a couple of years playing uh, uh, Aussie Rules football. I thought, you know, if it doesn't work out, I'd like to give this a, give this a crack because I had a, uh, a pretty big punt in Aussie Rules football. I could kind uh, of hit the ball American style. We'd call it a torpedo punt, torpedo kick. And uh, I was pretty good at them. So uh, decided, you know, I really want to give this a, a fair shot. And uh, just looked up online if there are any coaches in Australia. Found one and got in contact with him and had a workout with him. And he said that I was ready to play at a uh, college level if I if I trained with him. So it all kind of it all kind of sparked from there.
0: Hmm. Uh, Michael Dixon's our guest, new punter for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he is uh, out of the University of Texas. You did something that I I don't know has ever been done before. Maybe, maybe it has been. You left school early I, I can't remember michael the last punter who left school early to go into the nfl draft you obviously you get you get drafted you were ray guy award winner so you were the best punter in college football uh, how did the school react your coaches react when you said you know what i'm i'm leaving early i'm going to go i'm going to go to the nfl
1: they were really supportive though um they obviously wanted me to stay talked about everything um you know, it took me, it was after the last game where I really sat down and thought about it because I didn't want to think about it during the year. Um, and, you know, they they were supportive once I made up my mind because they knew that it would be hard to up my draft stock anymore. And they knew that I, I was pretty competitive and wanted to compete at the highest level possible. So uh, they were pretty understanding after it's happened. And since then, they've just been extremely supportive and, uh, yeah, just proud of me, I guess
2: and and you cuz cuz you how old were you when you got to Texas you were already like 20 right or 21 when you got there
1: no i was uh, i was 19 19 um, when you got there okay um yeah so i was only i mean there was guys in my class that were my age as well i i'm not one of the uh older guys that right. the program sends across um yeah pretty much the the exact age of, of my class
2: were you um were you prepared at all for how big football is at Texas? I mean, you know, you're from Sydney. You're from a big city. You've seen big things. Nevertheless, it's different at the University of Texas. Were, were you ready for that when you got there and saw what it was like?
1: <laughs> Not at all. I remember uh, <laughs> coming in for, for my official visit. And we're driving down I-35. And they're like, oh, look over there. That's a stadium. And you can see it from miles away. And yeah. it's just That just blew my mind. I was like, this is college level. This isn't professional. Because there's nothing like that in Australia. There's no college level that, you know, has a stadium that seats 100,000 people plus and averages, you know, 90,000 people at a home game. It's just, I mean, that that blew my mind. And then seeing the facilities and, you know, was not expecting that.
0: You are, you're not going to get this reference because you're you're too young. But maybe you've seen the movie. Uh, There was a great movie in the 80s called Johnny Be Good. It was it was a story of this high school kid. It was a top recruit, it was a, a comedy, and he goes and he goes in uh, all these recruiting visits, and he has this one recruiting visit to this to this fictional Texas school. And I always envision every recruiting trip like this at Texas, that it's always like this, and it's just out of control. Right, there are women everywhere. It's just it's just bananas. What what was what was that recruiting trip like? Because I believe. Was that the only one you took, and then they offered you a scholarship and you, you accepted right away?
1: Yeah, that was the only one I took. Yeah. Um, I came on my visit at a time, like right in between where they h- hold most visits. So I, was, I was here by myself. Um, I got shown around, met a lot of the teammates and everything. Nothing too crazy. Um, <laughs> I guess they could tell my personality and just showed me around the city and had nice dinners and you know, um, really experienced what Austin was going to be like, and that's what really made me fall in love with it, the, the landscape and everything. So
2: so at a fairly young age, you're uprooted from everything you know and you come to America. What was it that you found either either uh, uh, strange or something that was different? What was it that you saw? Went, what, you know, what's that all about? How, how odd was it to adjust culturally to a new country at a pretty young age?
1: It wasn't too bad because we watch a lot of American movies and a lot of American TV and all that stuff. So it was more so already having these preconceived ideas and then, like, seeing them. Like, if I drive around the suburbs, I'm like, that's such an American-looking house. We don't have houses like that. (laughs) Um, Or, like, this is American food, man. This is a diner. Uh, It's just like the cultures like that, you feel – it kind of felt like I was in a TV show or a movie for the first couple months that I was here.
0: What's the Michael? What's the what's the one thing that Australians like to like make fun of with it with it when it comes to America? When it comes to Americans, what, what's the one thing you're like? God, these Americans! They're always they're always getting this wrong, or they're always they're always so uptight about this. Is, is there something like as as a, as a Australians? You guys make fun of us about?
1: Uh, so my cousin's here now. He's um he's coming to Texas to take the punting job. So I mean, we've been able to bond a lot over just little things that we find different. So if you order a salad and it's just like drenched in like ranch or something or something that <laughs> we is, love ranch in America, too much sometimes you're like, this is such an American salad. Like, why is it, why is it like this? But, um, just little things, but it's all fun. I love it here.
0: What, what do you get it? What, what's a salad look like in Australia?
1: Maybe a little bit of olive oil, balsamic, um, Nothing, salt and pepper, nothing nothing that's going to make you feel sick after you eat it.
2: Yeah, well, just because just you're healthy, don't expect us to be impressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing that just ranch is swimming in. Yeah. <laughs>
2: hey, what? Um, yeah. we were talking yesterday uh, when we knew we were going to have you on, and I, I was telling uh, Jason that years and years and years ago, I've got a friend who lives in Melbourne, and we were down there and we, we saw an Aussie Rules football game. I've always been amazed that that sport has never caught on anywhere else. Are 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 you? I mean, you've you've now traveled a little bit. You've you're you're proficient in a couple different sports. Why do you think Aussie rules football, which is so exciting and has so many cool elements of other sports in it, why has it been confined to Australia and really confined to Melbourne in terms of its popularity?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good question because I I, well, I remember when I came over here and we we're having the off seasons and I see some of the athletic guys on the team like. Tyrone Swoops was the main one that I always used to go, he would be an unreal Aussie rules player just because he's tall, athletic, faster than a lot of the guys. So, I mean, I was here constantly thinking, man, these guys would kill it at Aussie rules if they grew up and they were punting a football around. But um, I don't know, hopefully one day it catches on and spreads around the world because I still, still have a love for that sport.
0: What about like LeBron James? You know and uh, oh he'd w- be great. He'd be LeBron great is. at Aussie he'd Rules.
2: Wouldn't Lung I don't know LeBron now cuz he'd be
0: good at any sport. Yeah.
2: He'd be good, but young LeBron, imagine LeBron uh-huh. like 8 years ago in Aussie Rules well, he's,
0: football. He's 6 <laughs> Michael, he's 6'8, you know, now he's 270. He's yeah. sitting, but back in the day, you know, he's still 6'8, 255. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He'd be he'd, yeah, be he'd a be unreal. Out yeah. There. And you know Swoops is yeah. on the, is on the Seahawks, right? You know that? You're aware of that? I do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, that would be awesome to see LeBron play play Australian rules football. <laughs> Michael, what's your family
2: situation like, and how difficult was it to to move away from, again, family and friends to come over here? You're, you're pursuing your dream, and so far, so good, man. Texas to the Seahawks. But how tough has it been to be away? And, and, and tell us a little bit about who's behind back there in Australia.
1: Yeah, it was pretty tough getting away from family. Um, was able to use FaceTime and everything to be able to stay in contact and everything. We started working it out, what times I can call, because it was mainly the, the time difference that made it the biggest struggle. Because mm-hmm. I, when I was having my free time, they'd either be asleep, or then when they have their free time, I'm at practice. And it was really hard to juggle it, but after a while, you start forming and understanding what when are the good times to call and everything. So it was pretty hard, but as long as I get to go home, Every, like once or twice a year, I'm pretty good, and they they come over once or twice a year. So, I mean, we get to spend valuable time together instead of just bumming around the house together. You know, it's it makes our interactions really special. Um, and it's been good having my cousin move over here because we're like brothers. We're really close, so uh, we both can go through it together.
0: Michael uh, Dixon is our guest on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, a new punter for your Seattle Seahawks. Uh, and he again is a joining uh, myself uh, and the Gasman. The I the, I love this story that um, now you've been selected in the NFL. You are Ray Guy Award winner for the nation's best punter. You were the MVP of the Texas Bowl. I do want to I want to cover that as well and your your guys' victory over Missouri. Uh, but you haven't graduated yet. Is your head coach Tom Herman has he has he called you by name yet? And tell the story uh, the background of that.
1: Yeah, so uh, head coach Tom Herman hasn't called me by my name yet on purpose. He has by accident before. but um, <laughs> So he, he says it's a uh, tradition that he has with punters and stuff. And the media in Texas only really found out about it at Texas. Uh, the Big 12 Media Day, where he tweeted saying thanks to Connor Williams, PJ, and Nation, and thanks to the punter for coming out and doing the media day. <laughs> and everyone... Everyone was so offended but me. I just, I kind of laughed about it and kind of tweeted back something funny, but, um, seemed to offend everyone else more than it did me. So, I mean, it's a bit of fun. He says he'll call it, call me my name when I graduate, and I left early. So I guess I got to wait a couple more years until, <laughs> until he calls me by my name. <laughs> Is
2: graduating, I mean, I don't mean to to be, to give a flip question here, but I mean, to, is graduating important to you? Do you see yourself trying to keep your nose to the grindstone and getting a degree from Texas? Or, or are you ready to move on with your career now and, and be in the NFL?
1: Definitely. So I worked my way into the McCombs Business School here at Texas, and that, that was a real grind for me, and that was always a goal. So um, I, I got accepted in this time last year or the year before. And, yeah, I'm always going to try and... Finish my degree. Um, it was one of the reasons why I left early, was because it was becoming really hard to give that difficult business degree all the attention it needed hmm. whilst playing football and trying to really excel. And I'm pretty obsessive about football and trying to get better, so it was pretty pretty hard to balance both. Um, I was still passing, getting the grades and everything, but I really wanted to excel in that degree, so. When I did, when I am done with football, I'll be able to be, you know, an expert in that field and not just someone who has a degree in the field and does pretty well. I want to be, you know, at the top of that level. So that's why um, that was one of the reasons that, um, you know,
0: helps me leave. Yeah, well, Herman seems like kind of a fun coach. Like he'd be like a fun guy to play for. I'm surprised. Like after you were named the MVP of the Texas Bowl against Missouri, for people who don't know this story, you dropped 10 of 11 punts inside inside the 20. And I was also reading one thing. There's a scout and all these websites that are out there that are previewing the NFL draft. One scout, I want to know how you react to this. One scout called you the Aaron Donald of punters. Not
1: too sure who Aaron
0: Donald is. Aaron Donald Donald is like one of the best, if not the best interior defensive tackle uh, in all football, you will play them. You will see them twice a year. Your quarterback, your new quarterback, Russell Wilson is going to be running for his life uh, when he faces Aaron Donald and the Rams. It's probably a good thing you're not going to be on the field at the same time as Aaron Donald. He's a he's a beast. He's unbelievable.
1: Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Well, then that sounds like a massive compliment. There you um, go. Yeah,
0: there you um, go. I've yeah.
1: only really been into uh, NFL and college and getting everyone's name. It took me. I mean my first year I was only really working out all the rules so not too up to date on every every star player but sure. constantly learning and you know love the game.
2: How much did you know about Seattle before you were drafted up here in in terms of either the team the 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 area how much do you know about up here?
1: Uh no a little bit now more so but um so I never had a favorite uh, NFL team uh when i got here but played madden and would always play with the seahawks on madden so <laughs> on. i know a little bit know some of the players if the routes are anything like that in madden i probably will uh have the playbook down pat but um yeah no uh know that it's a really good city with some good culture and everything so i'm super super excited
0: perfect you know what it's, it's funny if you, when you come up here and whenever you land in town and you get a chance to ever go down to portland Portland is literally the same city as Austin. It's just nicer. It's just Austin's got better weather. It's, it's literally the exact Crap. same city. The same people. The, it looks the same. It, it's hilarious. <laughs> you'll. You'll. And Portland is That's like. Awesome. Yeah, Portland's like two and a half hours uh, south of Seattle. The other fun fun thing I love about you. I don't know how many punters. Gas. I don't know, sure if you know this. Have a fan page dedicated to them on Instagram. <laughs> if you go to if you go to Michael Ooh. Thirteen Dixon. This guy. I I assume you have met this person uh, has created a fan page uh, for Michael Dixon it says the official fan page of Michael Dixon it says punters are people too two times big team big 12 special teams player of the year ray guy award winner fifth round pick and then it's got pictures <laughs> I love the pictures of the the flaming cannonballs that are that are coming out and going on to cities of your <laughs> of your punting ability I also like the picture with your face on on, uh, who is that? That is, um, and that's not James Harden. Why am I blanking? That's, uh, God, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, whoever, the guy for the Houston ride, the point guard for the Rockets that I've literally just like Chris Paul, thank you. Jeez, I need a—I need a cocktail. <laughs> that's a hell of a thing to have your own fan page there, Michael. Yeah, so
1: uh, that actually started last year. I was sitting in class and then had these notifications that someone was tagging me in these photos and everything, and then I looked at it <laughs> and just started cracking up. And actually met the the kid who runs it at the bowl game. Uh, he, he was uh, on the side of the stand, called me over. You know, I recognized his face because, um, you know, he said, "Yeah, I run the page. It's my name, blah blah blah." So, you know, that was a that's a funny thing. Those kids crack me up. The the team loves it as well. They're they're pretty uh, they're pretty hilarious kids.
0: Well, Michael, you seem like a good sport, man. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna end this uh, interview. with A little rapid fire questions for you to get to know Michael Dixon just a little bit more. All right. So, just give me your first answer that comes to mind. Rapid fire. This is gonna be easier than any combine questions you had to you had to answer. We're not gonna do any staring contests that the uh, the Seahawks did. Okay. All uh, right. All right. So you're from Austin. You're, you're not from Austin, but you spent time in Austin. It's like the barbecue capital of, of the country, some would say. It's got great barbecue. Are you a ribs guy or a brisket guy? Uh,
1: neither. I've, I've had too much barbecue now, so I'm kind of turned off it a little bit.
0: <laughs> no more barbecue. You've had to, way too much barbecue. No well, more barbecue. there's not a lot of great barbecue yeah. up here, but what there, there's a lot of great seafood, so you'll like that. All right. Best Australian athlete ever? Oh,
1: I mean, you probably won't get the reference, but um, Buddy Franklin—he's a star Aussie Rules player. Have you ever um, met? Have you ever yeah. met
0: professional surfer Stephanie Gilmore? Have not. Oh well, she. Well, I, we googled her about all day this this morning. It was unbelievable. All right, are you a are you a beer drinker? <laughs> No. No. Oh, now I was going to ask you. I don't like beer. You, no. You don't like beer, so I can't ask you if you like Foster's or Shinerbach. Bock. Shinerbach Bock is, of course, a Texas beer, and Foster's is the stereotypical beer that every Australian drinks. But you don't drink beer, so I can't ask it you that isn't,
1: one. Yeah, but Foster's, I don't think Foster's is even sold in Australia. Is that? I've never seen Foster's <laughs> in Australia.
0: You, you know, you know <laughs> what I remember? It's Fo- a bit
1: like Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> what, what, I, what I remember is there's Foster's no. signs everywhere, but nobody has it.
0: Nobody has it? Like they got oh. signs everywhere you look, but yeah, nobody no has, has it. it. All right, who's a who's, who's who's what's a better athlete, a punter or a kicker? Punter. Yeah, of course. For sure. All right, so you don't drink beers, but who would be the one person like over a great Australian dinner, who's the one person you'd like to have dinner with? Anyone in the world, dead or alive. Anyone in the world.
1: Um it would have to be Drake and <laughs> Maybe Kanye West, because just because he's gone a little crazy right now, it'd be interesting.
0: He's got a little. All right, final question. This is the most important question you're ever going to be asked, and no one, no nobody else is going to ask you in a radio interview in Seattle this question. Do you like to put ketchup on your hot dogs? Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, Boy, you're going to have such a great Michael, career. It's going to be there's, so there's, much fun watching you there, work up here. There, Good
0: job. There's so many things we like about you. That one, I don't know if we could be friends. Uh, Michael, <laughs> it's great, great having you on. Great sport. Uh, we look forward to seeing you uh, this week, rookie minicamp. camp, uh, and uh, and obviously a, a long and successful uh, NFL career. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. I
0: appreciate it. Michael Dixon, new punter for your Seattle Seahawks. We uh, we thank Michael. We also thank. Uh, The Seahawks there for uh, setting that up.